0: Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast with nipples. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you?
1: I was literally so prepared to make that joke at the top of the episode, and then I forgot about it, and then you said that word, and that's why I made a confused face. The listeners can't see it. look so
0: confused.
1: I forgot, and then I remembered and I'm so pissed because I was listening to a podcast this weekend, or this week, and they literally quoted that line.
0: Well, yeah, it's the most famous line from the movie. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me?
1: Okay, I have to tell you something before we even start. Also, I'm good, Dan. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I always forget to ask you how you're doing or say that I'm doing well. I just get excited.
0: I want to go through our old episodes. I'm not going to. That would mean I would have to listen to our old episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. And count how many times I ask how you're doing and you either don't respond or you respond and then just move on to something else and don't ask me. I'm sure I'm pretty sure it'll be like 50% Sorry, of the, well no, I'm I'm sure I'm pretty sure it'll be like 50% of the time you respond with how you actually are and then like six episodes you ask how I am.
1: In my defense, it's because we talk before the the before we start yeah, before recording. That, blah, 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 blah. So I know how you are cuz I'm already <laughs> asked. I'm not rude all the time.
0: No, just most of the time.
1: Just most of the time, yeah.
0: Anyway, what was Anywho, your thought?
1: My confession is that this was the first movie I ever saw Robert De Niro in, so I thought he was a comedic actor for a really long time.
0: Oh, that's really funny. That's because he's like yeah. Aside from that, he's not a good comedic actor. He, there, he's usually bad in comedies, or if he tries to be I funny, think he's he works funny as a straight these.
1: man. Yeah. Oh, we call those heterosexuals, Dan. You do. <gasps> the hmm. woke
0: left Wisconsin theater community. <laughs> this is
1: the future the liberals want?
0: Yeah. Um I don't know what the first movie I saw Robert De Niro in was. Hmm. He existed more as a cultural figure than as a performer to me, I guess. That's
1: fair. That's fair. It was probably... I had a crush on Ben Stiller when I was little, so
0: That makes I mean, seeing him shirtless in this movie, I had a crush on him.
1: It was The Way My Jaw Dropped. The Thirst Flooding Bag.
0: Okay, I figured out what the first movie that I heard Robert De Niro in was. What was it? It's Shark Tale.
1: Oh, I never saw that one. Who was he in that one?
0: He was Don Lino.
1: I, I don't a great know why. Shark
0: and Mob Leader?
1: Oh, my God. Okay.
0: No, I don't have that memorized. I'm looking through his filmography right now.
1: No, I just say, oh, my God, because (laughs) I should have known. Oh, Oh. sorry, Jester. I did not know what she was right under my feet. And then all of a sudden there was a nose on my feet and it scared me.
0: (laughs) I hate when that happens.
1: Living my best life.
0: Anyway, anyway, speaking of living your best life, the movie that we're talking about today, Meet the Parents. Woo! Directed by Jay Roach, who also directed the Austin Powers series.
1: That which we reads. We talked about.
0: Yeah. Love. And Trumbo. Who? Trumbo, the movie about Dalton Trumbo.
1: I've never heard of that in my life. I don't know who that man is. I'm sorry.
0: It came out in 2015.
1: Hmm, okay, not a hit for me.
0: He's also in, I think, an episode of Entourage, but I don't, I'm not sure if I'm right about that or not.
1: Come on, Dan, you're the Entourage super fan, you should know.
0: No, he's in an episode of Barry, sorry.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, With
1: other hottie, Bill Hader.
0: Yes, written by Jim Hertzfeld and John Hamburg, two fake names if I've ever heard them. (laughs) True. John
1: Hamburg is what John Ham went by before he was famous. That's his full name.
0: Yeah. Um, story. I have to mention story. Story by Greg Gliena and Mary Ruth Clark. Because I didn't realize this until doing research. This is based on a movie. Like a previously released movie. What movie? Meet the Parents, an independent comedy released in 1992, written and directed by Greg Gliena, also starring him. Oh. And Emo Phillips. Oh.
1: Wasn't she in this movie too?
0: Emo Phillips? Yeah. Emo Phillips is a dude.
1: Oh, him? Wasn't he in this movie too? No. The name sounds so familiar.
0: Are you thinking of Owen Wilson?
1: Yes, Dan. You're right. (laughs) That's who I'm thinking of. (laughs) No!
0: (laughs) Emo Phillips.
1: Is Emo short for like Emilio?
0: No, it's it's a stage name.
1: Oh. (laughs) I literally was like, this man's parents saw their baby and went, emo.
0: Google him. You'd recognize him. You'd recognize his voice.
1: What's his name? Emo Phillips?
0: Yes. I can't believe we're caught up on this.
1: Emo Phillips.
0: That's his name. He's got a voice.
1: Oh! Thank you! Okay, I recognize. I recognize. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Moving on. I
1: don't know if I'm ready.
0: (laughs) Starring Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller, Blythe Danner, Terry Polo, James Rebhorn, John Abrahams, and Owen Wilson. Wow. Music by Randy Newman. Uh,
1: Yes. The way I screamed.
0: (laughs) Released on October 6th, 2000 with a budget of $55 million. It made $330.4 million at the box office. hmm And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 84% approval rating.
1: Mm-hmm. Should Des- be higher.
0: Despite sometimes sitcom-like execution, Meet the Parents is a hilarious look at familial relationships that works mostly because of the chemistry between its two leads is so effective.
1: I had a great time. I also, Dan, I'm going <laughs> to say something controversial It made me a little sad.
0: What? Why? The
1: movie... Because... Have you ever dated somebody and you just, like, really didn't fit in with their family? No. Oh, okay. Never
0: mind. (laughs) Not to this extent, at least. No!
1: Not to this extent! But, like, at some points I was like, oh, poor Gary... I felt bad for
0: him. It didn't make me feel sad. I was empathizing with him.
1: (laughs) There could be other reasons why I was sad. We don't need to go into detail (laughs) about on the podcast.
0: Um, Roger Ebert, three stars out of four, compared it to Austin Powers. Whoa! Said that Meet the Parents is funnier because it never tries too hard.
1: Amen. I had a great time.
0: Uh, It was nominated for an Oscar. A comedy. Well, oh, best original song—the song that oh, plays over the opening credits, "A Fool in yeah. Love." It's pretty cute. It was nominated. It lost though. To what? Lost to things have changed from "Wonder Boys" by Bob Dylan.
1: Of course, it lost to Bob Dylan. Mm. The other
0: nominees that year uh, were "I've Seen It All" from "Dancer in the Dark."
1: Don't know that song.
0: Song by Bjork. Oh. Uh, The movie also stars Bjork.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: A Love Before Time from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
1: Oh my god, Littlefoot?
0: And My Funny Friend and Me from The Emperor's New Groove by Sting. What? Yeah.
1: I didn't even know. The only song I know from that is the... Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. What's his name? Cusco. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. No.
0: I didn't okay, even... Wrong. I cannot remember any songs from it.
1: That's from the very beginning, and sometimes that song gets stuck in my head for no reason.
0: hmm
1: I love it. It's such a good song.
0: This was also nominated for five Blockbuster Entertainment Awards.
1: I mean... Can't say I'm too shocked.
0: It lost all of them.
1: It be like that sometimes, okay?
0: Favorite actor, comedy, slash romance both Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro were nominated. Love. They lost to Nicolas Cage in The Family Man.
1: The way my smile just dropped. (laughs) Uh, Sigh.
0: Favorite supporting actor, comedy nominee Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Lost to Jack Black in High Fidelity.
1: Okay, that's kind
0: of fair. Favorite supporting actress comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It lost to Maria Bello in Coyote Ugly. Or oh, sorry, that's no. A cool movie. It, it lost to Sherry O'Terry in Scary Movie.
1: Oh, the first one. What the fuck? Oh well, it was the first one.
0: And then favorite female newcomer for. Um, Her role as the the woman, I can't remember. Terry Polo is the actress. Um,
1: oh, Pam?
0: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> she lost to Kate Hudson for Almost Famous.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: The other nominees okay. that year, Tandy Newton, who was in Mission Impossible 2, Piper Parabo in Coyote Ugly, and Taylor Momsen. Mm-hmm. For what? For How the Grinch Stole Christmas. She was Cindy Lou. Oh,
1: I for. Where are you Christmas? I sang that at work Why the other day. Why can't I find you? I literally called my coworker the Grinch and then sang that at him the other day. So that's in case Correct. you forgot. Hey, sorry. Hold Jester on. doesn't
0: like that. And I had to mute her microphone because Jester was barking and being wild because she doesn't like that she called her coworker a Grinch.
1: She's mad because I took her pig ear away. And for the record, everyone, it's not a real pig ear. It's a whimsy shaped like a pig ear. I do not give my dog raw hides. Okay. Just wanted to make sure nobody was going to come
0: for me. This was also nominated for the AFI 100 Years 100 Movie Quotes. For, for I have line? nipples, Greg. Could you milk me?
1: It's a great line. It's iconic.
0: It was not included on the list though lame um, meaning apparently i'm king of the world from titanic and carpe diem seize the day boys make your lives extraordinary from dead poet society
1: that movie
0: i mean i i'm not going to go through all 100 quotes on here
1: dead Poet Society is non-derogatorily the gayest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so just very homoerotic. It's
0: it's it is. It is the the it, in the best way possible the gayest straight movie.
1: Yeah, there's it's I no, it's not straight. It's it's so and I mean Justice for the Boys, one little kiss wouldn't have hurt them, you know what I mean? Relief some No, of that absolutely
0: not. What's the, how does the song go? One kiss is all it takes.
1: Falling in love with me, possibilities. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I was listening to that song in the car today.
0: I've I've done too much. And when was the first time you saw Meet the Parents? Oh, God,
1: a thousand years ago. Probably when I was, like, in fourth grade.
0: Okay. Just on TV or what?
1: Yeah, just on TV, I think, you know, popped on. I don't think I was supposed to be watching it because I was kind of sheltered, but, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's not as bad as the, I think Meet the Fockers is a little bit more risqué. Yeah.
0: Probably. Um, But yeah. This is the first time I've seen it the whole way through. I'd seen clips of it on TV. Like I'd flipped it on and watched some of it and then flipped away. But this is the first time I sat down and watched the whole thing.
1: This is Gage's first time watching it, too.
0: Wow. Are we yeah, the wow. same person? Um, no, far from it. <laughs> and, I mean, I can tell you're a big fan of this. Yeah, like it's really exactly
1: my sense of humor, is it not?
0: No, it is.
1: Yeah. I liked minus, it. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, you <laughs> can go Minus what?
1: Well, I mean, I don't... <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the whole gay Lord Falker is a little bit of a cheap shot, Mm -hmm. but it is funny. It's a little funny. (laughs)
0: Um, I liked it. I don't know. I found it much more humorous than funny.
1: So like you didn't laugh. You just kind of.
0: Yeah, it was like they would say jokes. They would be laugh lines and I'd be like, oh, that's funny but I would never felt compelled to like guffaw or chuckle or giggle or anything.
1: The experience in the Otto Patterson household was far different. (laughs) The way I was knee slapping Gage said he just felt a lot of secondhand embarrassment.
0: (laughs) Y'all are too empathetic with fictional movie characters.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I was just in my feels, but I loved it. I, I loved it. It, it just, it's funny. It's just very much my sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it because I love stupid things.
0: I could, there was such an easy cheap shot I could have thrown in there. So about easy. about
1: being stupid? Because I make that joke every day.
0: Don't, well, you said it, not me. So I can't I'd get in trouble.
1: Again. I'd say it again.
0: <laughs> Do it. I
1: like stupid things like Gage. Thank
0: you. There we go. He's um, he's
1: very smart.
0: Yeah. Let's just get into it. Let's get into Let's it.
1: Let's do it, Dan. Let's dive in.
0: So we're in the greatest city in the world, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Okay. <laughs> Calm down. It's fine. I see you have two different Chicago posters behind you. Do I? Yeah. One of. Th- is that not Navy Pier? No.
0: No, that is Los Angeles.
1: She looks like Navy Pier, but okay.
0: Okay. Bring it up with the artist. She's in the next room.
1: Get her her in here. (laughs) Pause the podcast.
0: No. Um, We're in Chicago, and we meet Greg. At the time, that's all we know him (laughs) as. All we know is that he is Greg. It appears that he is proposing to someone, but he's actually just practicing his proposal. He's a nurse, uh, and he's... Putting a catheter in an old man's penis.
1: Owie, zowie! Yes. That gave me the ick immediately because I'm really grossed out by bodily functions. And me too. That kind of stuff. Remember, well, there's
0: there's nothing scarier than a naked old woman because you're reminded of bo- oh bodily
1: functions. Oh my god! I just don't like doctory stuff. When my grandma was alive, she was a nurse and she used <laughs> to tell us stories about like her friends and their conditions. With such fervor at the dinner table. God rest her soul. It was awful.
0: Well, I do have bad news for you because we're shifting the focus of this podcast. Starting next week, we're doing each episode of ER, followed by each episode of House, followed by each episode of Grey's Anatomy. So we have years of content to go through.
1: I will literally vomit every single
0: episode. It's exposure therapy
1: oh god it's like what my coworkers tried to do with me with her spider pets (laughs) she has what oh she has pet spiders and i told her i was gonna open my heart up to them
0: no no i told her open your palm up to them to go
1: no i told her that if she loves them i can find a place in my heart to be kind
0: i don't kill the spiders that i see in my apartment they're doing Mm. a job they're getting rid of the other bugs the spiders are fine but I'm not caring for them. I'm not going to keep no. them as pets.
1: Well, sh- she's a l- she's very animal friendly more so than I am. I'm just dog friendly, so.
0: And I'm a foe to animals.
1: Yeah, Poppy and you box every day.
0: Uh-huh. Seriously. You should I've see her black it. eyes.
1: Sure, her whole face is black. <laughs> anyway.
0: We then meet Greg's girlfriend, Pam. Who is a grade school teacher, kindergarten teacher, young kindergarten teacher. teacher,
1: and did you see cameo from Spencer Breslin?
0: I didn't. I wasn't paying oh, too yeah. close of attention to those kids, but and it makes Gage sense. said
1: there was an another kid from School of Rock, but I didn't recognize him.
0: Um, maybe, could be.
1: I couldn't tell. <laughs> We're lucky that I recognize Spencer Breslin, to be honest.
0: That's true. I don't know if anyone's actually lucky that they recognize Spencer Breslin, but... Ouch. Um, Anyway. So his plan is to propose to use the kids to write, will you marry me, blah, blah, blah. It's all cute. But then he gets messed up because Pam gets a call from her sister, Debbie, that they're invited to her wedding, which is in two weeks. She just got engaged and they're having a shotgun wedding out in the worst city in the world, Long Island.
1: Why would you say it like that? That's how
0: you say it. If you're not from there, you say Long Island, but it's one word. If you're from the area, it's Long Island. It's Long Island. The emphasis is on the I, not the long. Long Island. Long Island. Well, you still say the law. You're going Long Island. It's not a hard. Yeah,
1: that's you were saying.
0: Long Island. Long Island. No, you're you're saying Log Island.
1: I'm fighting for my life. I can't figure this out. Long
0: Island. Long Island. Long Island. Long Island.
1: Long Island. <laughs> now that we've annoyed everyone away from the, this podcast. is the
0: only thing they're gonna find after we're dead. Just oh us God. saying Long Island. Long That's Island. our legacy. Okay. Um. So Greg is like, okay, I guess I need to impress her parents first, and then propose in front of the family. Wonderful. Always propose at another person's wedding. You know, That's what Gage you have proposed to, to me
1: behind a rock.
0: Like. Afghanistan?
1: No. (laughs) I'm just saying, proposing in front of family is like an IMO. So awkward. (laughs) Like, you're not doing anything apparently embarrassing, but it's kind of embarrassing, right?
0: I did not propose in front of family. Both of our families were thousands of miles away.
1: Mine was not thousands of miles, but they were a good 20-minute drive. Like,
0: they're not the ones... Getting married? Well, I don't. I don't understand that. Like, I, I called them after, talked to him after, yeah. but like, I don't understand the need to to do it in in front of everyone. But my family isn't that like lovey dovey close, like some other families no. are. Yeah.
1: I also one thing about this movie that kind of made me chuckle was how the year is what two thousand, and Greg uh-huh. didn't go ask for his fiance's or his girlfriend's dad's approval because even then. It was outdated and mm-hmm. weird. Sorry if your family's into that, but I think it's kind of weird. Ooh, mind. your
0: family's into that? Gross.
1: I'm going to kink shame your family.
0: <laughs> um, on the flight to Long Island.
1: Long Island.
0: Greg's bag is too big. He also has an engagement ring in there, so he can't open it up to take stuff out because he can't quickly grab it and put it in his pocket.
1: Why would he put that in his bag anyway? I would have put that in my carry-on.
0: I yeah. I mean, I, I know it been... was
1: supposed to be his carry-on, but, like, to me, my brain is saying pack a carry-on with your pills and your toothbrush and your deodorant and your contact case and okay. your engagement ring. Okay. And then have a suitcase. That way, if things get lost, I'm talking from experience. You know what I mean?
0: You pack your, your carry-on differently. Well, I don't really check bags often. So, I have the one carry-on that goes up top and then my backpack. Okay. But, I only, like, I basically, my backpack is for things that I'm going to be using on the plane. And then everything else goes in my suitcase. Yeah.
1: Well, the reason why, I mean, I have my toothbrush and everything in my carry-on is because, so, when I came back from Florida, my suitcase got lost. And thankfully, I had, like, my daily, you know, my daily drugs that I take. (laughs) Um, <laughs> you know, your Claritins and your, but, um, so thankfully I had that and that was fine, but I didn't have my toothbrush. I didn't have my hairbrush. I didn't have my deodorant. I didn't have anything. So you were stanking up the some, place
0: with hair flying out the wazoo. And,
1: yes. And it was February and I didn't even have a t-shirt. I had on leggings and a sweatshirt in freaking Miami. So I had to borrow one of my coworkers shirts. It was the worst, <laughs> the worst. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. Um, So
1: anyway, he should have put it in a carry-on. An actual carry-on.
0: Yeah. And the airline, they lose his bag, and then a baby vomits on him. So...
1: Ugh. I was triggered immediately.
0: Greg is without his belongings, without everything that he needs. Anyway, they then get to the house on Long Island.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Where Greg... Long Island medium. ...meets Pam's family. Jack, (laughs) the dad... Played by Robert De Niro. Dinah, their mom, her mom, Pam's mom. And the cat, Jinx. Jinx? giant cat. It is huge.
1: Yeah, I think it's like a, a Persian, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. How old do you think Robert De Niro was when this movie was made?
1: 52. Older. Oh, I was guessing low because I thought I was going to be shocked by his age. No. 64.
0: 57.
1: Oh, I went too high a second time. He do looks you know, older than 57. No offense.
0: Do you know what actor is 57 now?
1: Ben Stiller. No. Oh.
0: Ben Stiller is 56.
1: Oh, we're close.
0: Silver <laughs> so uh,
1: Fox these days.
0: Robert Downey Jr. is also 57 years old.
1: Where? His body. He is not.
0: He is 57 years old.
1: Does he dye his hair?
0: Yes, they all do. Okay,
1: absolutely. He should embrace the, the silver fox, but whatever. That's just me. I mean, Steve Carell went silver and everybody drooled.
0: That's true. Um, so, Jack is initially nice to Greg, but there are some... He is questioning of him a greg why are you a nurse instead of a doctor
1: yeah i felt bad that sucks but Um, i guess you know lol
0: and various other cultural things it's very much an upstairs downstairs sort of thing where greg is a, a salt of the earth sort of typical Culturally American Jewish man, while mm-hmm. uh, Robert De Niro as Jack and the rest of the family are very much Long Island yuppies, uh, mm-hmm. wasp wasp core.
1: So waspy,
0: so waspy. Uh, they are they are living inside my basketball hoop. Be careful. I that's a that was a recurring issue. We had a basketball hoop outside my parents' house. It's still Mm -hmm, there. mm -hmm. Um, And wasps would, like, make nests within the part that connects the hoop to the backboard. Um, Yeah. And the different ways that we would deal with the problem is fun. Most recently, this happened when I was back in, like, September. I just took a garden hoe and was stabbing into there. My God. It worked. They died. Well... Animals fear me. Insects fear me.
1: The last time my parents had wasps um, was in their basement. And I remember clear as day, I was supposed to go to Six Flags with my boyfriend. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And um, I woke up and I was packing up. uh, Not even packing up. I literally barely opened my eyes. My mom goes good morning, have a great day at Six Flags. By the way, there's a 10-pound wasp nest in the basement. <laughs> and I Why would said she that, tell you that?
0: Why would she, she just said not that tell she wanted,
1: you? Well, I was going to be gone for the whole weekend, right? Because the previous boyfriend, he lived out of state. So I was just going to stay with him for the weekend. And she's like, well, I'm telling you now. I didn't want to tell you earlier because I didn't want you to be scared. But since you're going to be gone for a few days, I thought it would be okay to tell you. And I was like, I could have gone without right but thanks i guess so yeah and i made her send me a million different pictures because it was terrifying
0: i will get i i will get a text from my mom that's mm-hmm. like, hey, call me when you get a chance. No big. Your dad's in the hospital. He had to have Literally- his appendix removed. But he's fine uh- now. Didn't want to worry you. And your mom's like, you're leaving. By the way, you're going to be thinking about wasps this whole weekend.
1: The way? I... My jaw would be on the floor. I... I couldn't do it, Dan. I full could not do it. Ugh.
0: Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> we we then learn that Jack is a a business that he started where he puts basically nanny cams in everything so he can spy on people <laughs> all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Jack thinks that he has put one in a vase that is across from the dining room table. It is not. Mm-hmm. It is Jack's mother's urn full of her ashes. Jinx has been potty trained, so he no longer uses a litter box, he uses a toilet.
1: Jinx is but iconic.
0: When unfortunately, when he's popping champagne, he breaks the vase. Jinx goes, Happens. ooh, perfect. Perfect. And starts mm-hmm. starts using the litter box that nature created for him? Her? Uh,
1: Jinx is a him, I think. don't oh, know. Oh, Jinxie, no. It's uh, the grandma. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: so, even at, throughout all his attempts to impress Jack, nothing works. It's always met with a,
1: hmm. Wait, did okay. you say what was in the vase?
0: Yeah, grandma's ashes.
1: Oh, good. Okay, I must have missed that. I was I was picturing it so clearly.
0: Oh. Oh. Grandma's ashes. Grandma's ashes. What was in the vase? Grandma's ashes.
1: Grandma's ashes. You didn't recite the whole poem? Weird.
0: (laughs) He does give a very informative poem. Very non-poetic poem about his now-dead mother. Beautiful. That's what they say. Um, Also, Jack is told to... Uh, Jack tells Greg to keep his snake in its cage for the weekend. Oh,
1: God. Why would you? I never, ever, if Gage tried to touch me while we were at either my parents' house or his parents' house, get away.
0: (laughs) This is a sacred home. Sacred place. I literally could
1: never. I could never. Somebody could walk in at any moment.
0: You should probably close your door.
1: No, even with that, I don't trust anyone.
0: <laughs> um, the bedrooms are all too close together. So Greg has to sleep in the basement. And when he does, he discovers that Jack has a secret listening office room in a former wine cellar or something in the basement. And jack It's
1: kind of creepy.
0: It is kind of creepy. Jack sees him in there and gives him a lie detector test. Which is definitely a way to be introduced to your future in-law. And Jack is a bad liar. He does not pass the test. You're on mute. People can't hear you.
1: Did I just cough with it not on mute?
0: No, you coughed with it on mute and then you kept going. I don't think you ever unmuted it.
1: (laughs) I thought I unmuted. Sorry, I still have a lingering COVID cough. It sucks butts.
0: So. You should listen to my band. Sucks butts? Lingering COVID cough. And she muted herself to cough again.
1: I can't help it.
0: I know. I thought you were muted again because you opened your mouth without talking immediately, which is different (gasps) for you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um. So we then meet Pam's family and friends, including her sister and her sister's future husband, who is a doctor, an actual doctor.
1: He's an asshole. And my sister was dating him. (laughs) Cut off.
0: We then meet um, Pam's ex-fiancé. Wow. Wow. Owen Wilson. It's Owen Wilson. Wow.
1: Wearing a cable knit sweater.
0: Right? The yuppiest Owen Wilson has ever been in a movie.
1: My brain kept saying ka the whole time. <laughs> I said, those are my two moods.
0: They go to um, Owen Wilson's house. He's a stock investor and also we learn a carpenter, uh, which he chose because Jesus was a carpenter.
1: The way my eyes rolled out of my... I was fucking dying. That was hilarious to me.
0: He loves Jesus, uh, and he's very wealthy. And he's like, oh, Greg, it's great that you're a volunteer nurse.
1: I'm going to say it. This is when I started feeling slightly uncomfortable, because I felt Greg when he was uncomfortable in Owen Wilson's home, because I also would have been uncomfortable Mm -hmm. if my fiancé my significant other was like, "Oh, we're going to just go hang out at my ex-fiancé's house."
0: Yeah. And he's
1: fucking Owen Wilson and he's good at everything. Generally, if I meet somebody's ex that I'm dating, I already hate them on site.
0: I simply don't. I simply well, don't I meet don't them. Well, I don't
1: either. In 2022, I'm not hanging out with them. But I've met some in the past and I'm like
0: I always got one fist balled up just in case.
1: Yes, always got the Arthur fist on me.
0: (laughs) Uh, So they, everyone there then plays a game of water volleyball, pool volleyball. Oh, no. And they tell Greg to unleash his cutting edge, basically. And the only time that he does, he straight up spikes a volleyball directly into Debbie's face.
1: And let it be known that Owen Wilson allows him to borrow a swimmy so that he can go in the pool because he didn't bring one because of his suitcase, and it's mm-hmm. a Speedo.
0: And women everywhere.
1: The way 12-year-olds my jaw, anywhere. Everywhere. My jaw was on the floor.
0: Hoping that something else would soon be on the floor.
1: No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs>
0: um, he also... Greg was told at an earlier time to not use the, not flush the toilet in the den where he is staying, because it acts up. But he does, and he backs it up, and it floods the backyard with sewage. That's a
1: rough one. I would have the scent thrown up so fast. I would have absolutely barfed.
0: Basically, the whole second act of this movie is Greg attempts to do something to endear himself to the family, and it goes wrong in one way or another. It's it.
1: It makes me feel bad.
0: It's a comedy of errors.
1: Oh, my God. I love that.
0: Errors. Um, for example, Owen Wilson built a wedding altar out of wood.
1: Oh God. Because he's like Jesus.
0: Yes. And Greg sets it on fire. On accident, but it happens
1: to the best of us.
0: He also causes Jack to make him think that he is a pot smoker because of Pam's brother, Denny, not Danny. We don't <laughs> accept this man, Denny. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, his name is Denny.
0: It's not. He's he's not accepted into the Dan Hall. Because none of you smoke Council weed. of the Dans. No, we're, we're mm. all teetotalers. Oh. Have you ever met a weed-smoking Danny?
1: In real life? No.
0: Exactly. And you never will. Mm. We hide. I'm gonna away. start asking. Um, uh, Greg also chases Jinx out onto the roof. Uh, oh, Jinxy. And then Jinx escapes. So he goes and takes another cat and spray paints the tail to make him look like Jinx.
1: It has to be like that sometimes. I get it. Does it, though? When you're trying to impress somebody, sometimes it be like that, okay?
0: I guess, but as he does that, when he brings the replacement jinx back to the house, everybody's like, Oh,
1: you brought him back.
0: Thank you. Um,
1: (laughs) They act like the second coming of Christ.
0: Yeah. The replacement jinx destroys Debbie's wedding dress.
1: I mean, Gage and I were saying, how stupid can you be to put a room in where you know the cat is? That's not on the cat to me.
0: Well, honestly, would anything ever be on the cat to you? Would you ever blame the cat for something? Like, explicitly place blame on him?
1: You're cutting out, Dan. I'm losing you.
0: You're frozen. Oh. Mm. You're back now.
1: Yeah, we were out for a second, but we're back. Um, I, it depends. Like, so when I cat sit and the cat was ripping my phone charger out of the wall, I blamed that on him when okay. my phone was not charged.
0: Okay. Sure. But, like,
1: the time Jester knocked over, I know she's a dog, but, like, the time Jester knocked over a cup of grape juice and it stained my shoes. I was mad for like two seconds. I can't get mad at the animal. You know what I mean? They're
0: animals. Yes, Animals. The animals. Mm-hmm. Um, so. In order to try and save himself after everybody agrees that Jack needs to go home from or Greg needs to go home from Long Island. Um, Long Island. Back to Detroit where he grew up on a farm. Allegedly. That's where the milking conversation comes from. I milked a Mm. cat. Uh, He says they've seen Jack being suspicious, dealing with shady characters, and he's planning something after the wedding. Turns out the thing he's planning, honeymoon trip.
1: Oh, a beautiful trip to, what is it, Tahiti?
0: Yeah. Imagine Mm. the comedy that could be had if you think you're going on a trip to Tahiti, but you're actually going on a trip to... To Haiti, and you just misunderstand, misheard what the person was saying.
1: Oh my gosh! L O
0: R O T F L A M A O L Rafflecopter.
1: Rafflecopter.
0: Jack also thinks that Greg's lying about being a nurse. Because CIA pals could not find a Gregory Fokker. Well. Because.
1: Because there isn't one.
0: That's right. His luggage has come back. His name isn't Gregory. It's Gaylord.
1: I mean. I Who don't know hell what to say.
0: in. His character is. He, Jack. Or He was 36 years old when they made the movie. So I assume his characters are around the same age. Mm-hmm. Who the hell names their son Gaylord in the year of our Lord. 1966.
1: Well, okay. Have you seen Meet the Fockers ever?
0: No, I have not.
1: Mm, That'll explain everything to you. I know that Billy Crystal is the dad
0: and whoever's the mom.
1: Barbara Streisand is the mom. Yeah, whoever.
0: Streisand. Streisand. There's no D at the end.
1: Yes, there... What the (laughs) fuck?
0: There is.
1: You will not gaslight me. (laughs) In my... It's Streisand! <laughs> oh, my blood pressure is through the fucking roof. Also, it's not Billy Crystal. It's Dustin Hoffman.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> D- double gaslighting you. I don't know. I haven't I seen the I hate it here.
1: I'm about to go home. Oh, wait, I am home!
0: Uh, so, Greg then goes to the airport to go to back to Chicago. But he gets de- detained by airport security because in the process of, A, as he's getting delayed from boarding the plane because he is they're boarding from row nine and back and he's in row eight and he's the apparently the only person who hasn't boarded the plane yet also um,
1: triggering
0: he cannot get his bag to fit in and then he yells at the flight attendant and goes bomb 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 and even pre nine eleven, you couldn't do that
1: i mean you shouldn't do that period at any point sure just seems like a bad idea to me
0: what if you're saying man this flight is the bomb i love how planes work
1: i just wouldn't (laughs) say that you know i
0: just wouldn't um jack then finds the actual uh medical board records um and has transcripts from his parents um and he still thinks that, but he still thinks he's an unsuitable husband because of his mistakes and lies. Um, but then he changes his ways when Dinah's like, you pick over anyone that Pam brings home. You didn't even like it's Kevin true. until they broke up. It's
1: true. He's hard on them because of he loves his little Pam cake.
0: That's true. Mm. Did you have a cute nickname from your dad? No. Nothing? My mom calls me P. Not Anna Banana.
1: No. Why does my, my call dad you calls pee? me? Short for peanut. My I don't like it. My dad calls my mom Butterbean, and he calls me string bean. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld reference, though.
0: <laughs> okay. Does he call himself Bean?
1: No. Okay. It's a, it's a Seinfeld reference. <laughs>
0: um, Jack then over here is Pam calling Greg to apologize for not sticking up to him, and he realizes oh they're in love. Rushes to the airport, convinces airport security to release Greg. And then does a lie detector test using just his fingers. A finger lie detector. Fingers. Mm -hmm. Um, And he gets Greg to tell the truth about the weekend, about loving Pam. And then Jack proposes to Greg to be his son-in-law.
1: It's kind of cute. I kind of love it.
0: Greg proposes to Pam. Jack and Dinah listen in the other room. And they agree that they should meet those parents. Um, But they're worried about it because what kind of a couple raises this kid? Uh Uh-oh.
1: Oh, just you wait, Daniel.
0: And then after the wedding, um, Jack looks at the footage of the hidden cameras uh, where Jack calls Greg a psycho and mocks him. And then it's really an awkward end to the movie. It just kind of ends from there.
1: Yeah, I think it's because they so desperately wanted to set up a sequel that it just kind of plops.
0: Yeah. And that's Meet the Parents. It plops.
1: I love it. I'm ready for Meet the Fockers already.
0: What about it specifically do you love?
1: It makes me laugh.
0: <laughs> um, Such a low I like.
1: I know. I like stupid things, Dan. I mean, I like Ben Stiller. Uh-huh. Um, I just think it's funny and it's relatable. I mean, like, obviously, it's um, hyperbolic relatability. like Or not yeah. relatability. But you know what I mean. It's like... Mm-hmm. Things that do happen to people but to another level. Because everybody can ex- has experienced, like, plane troubles or losing a bag or something or knows somebody that's experienced it. Or everybody's had a significant other whose parents maybe were hard to get along with or, you know, something to that effect. It's just relatable and it's funny and it's simple. It's so simple.
0: It is so simple. Which I do like. I like... It, it, the dialogue is very natural. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it, it feels like it was adapted from a play as opposed to being adapted from a short. Because mm. it feels very... It's all... Convers- like Action-wise, there's not much going on. It's just a lot of conversations oh. between people.
1: I can see why you'd think that. That could be a fun play, actually.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming soon to... The Good Men in the greatest city in the world, Chicago, Illinois. Mhm. Coming soon to Long Island Theater, Meet the Parents. Uh, the play, the touring not company. a musical. <laughs> Starring uh. Ben Stiller's son, Still Stiller. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, but like I said before, I think Maybe it's because the, the novelty of this has worn off. And I had heard a bunch of the lines and jokes before. Yeah, I the mean, movie, that it's I found only, it,
1: what, 22 years old?
0: Yeah, come on. It can only legally do everything except for rent a car and live in a 50-plus community. Um, it just
1: graduated from college.
0: Yeah. I I found it humorous versus laugh out loud of funny. Which is not a bad thing, but... Like, no part of me is like, man, I can't wait to watch this again.
1: That's fair. I mean, like, it's not like I said, it's not one of my favorite movies. It's not like I'm sitting down and watching it constantly. It's just like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I enjoy it when it is on.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Or like, you know, it's something I had been wanting to watch for a while, so that's why I suggested it.
0: Yes. I have some trivia for you. Ooh, I'm ready. Um. So... It was Ben Stiller's idea to make Greg a male nurse. Okay. Uh, and originally when they were adapting the movie from the short film, Steven Spielberg and Jim Carrey were attached to it.
1: I knew Jim Carrey was involved, but I did not know Steven Spielberg was involved.
0: And Hmm. Jim Carrey's, it was Jim Carrey's idea to come up with the last name Fokker.
1: Excellent work.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea to use the lie detector test came from Robert De Niro. He. That reads. He came up. He gave a, basically a research report to Jay Roach um, at a dinner, and the it, it was added in after that. I love that. Right?
1: I love that. I love that it's a collaborative environment.
0: Uh, even though it was set in Chicago, none of the movie was filmed there. Boo! Right? Uh, when Greg is having his outburst on the plane near the end of the movie, there's a man in the background who is just visibly trying not to laugh. To the oh, left really? I missed yeah. him. Oh. Uh, there was an extended scene of Jinx going into the crawlspace and Greg hears different family members talking about him. Oh. And he also. That's there's also another traumatizing. Scene, there's another scene. There were itineraries for the wedding rehearsal being handed out, but it says they're eating surf and turd, and they blame it on Greg. Obviously,
1: that's so lowbrow, and I would have laughed. I'm mad that I would have laughed.
0: Um. Yeah. So Jim Carrey was originally attached with Steven Spielberg and Al Pacino.
1: Al Pacino and I have the same nose.
0: Did you know that? I haven't paid attention to Al Pacino's or your nose.
1: You should, because they're the same. Also, Al Pacino, king.
0: Uh, Pam was originally going to be played by Naomi Watts. Oh. But she lost the role because they didn't think that she was sexy enough. I don't know what Um, Naomi Watts they were looking at.
1: I also, no offense, but this Pam wasn't really sexy. Like, not a sexy character. She's
0: pretty, but, like, she's not mm-hmm. a. I don't think that we were supposed to see her as, like, ooh, bombshell vixen woman.
1: Yeah. No, I just saw her as a normal person. Yeah. God forbid I see a woman as a person.
0: Yeah. God forbid. You,
1: literally. Goddamn. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um... Julia Stiles auditioned for the role, but she had to drop out for 10 Things I Hate About You. And mm. Christina Ricci like she was would've... also considered. Mm. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I feel like, I feel Julia like they would have been worked. too young. I feel like she would have been too young looking.
0: She is 16 years younger than Ben Stiller.
1: Yeah. No, thank you. She was too 19. Young.
0: Um,
1: That's way too young for that role. That's not yeah, even old enough to be a teacher.
0: Considering she dropped out to be in a movie where she played a high schooler, I think that's a good good call. Um, I don't like that. Yeah. Other people consider for Jack Christopher Walken and Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) I love that. Um. Steven Soderbergh was originally attached to direct the movie.
1: Wow. Interesting.
0: Would have been different. No disrespect to Jay Roach. But Steven Soderbergh is a more interesting filmmaker.
1: Ooh. Them's fighting words.
0: Okay. He made Ocean's Eleven the most rewatchable movie ever.
1: False. I'm so out of that sausage fest. Absolutely not.
0: Um, There's one woman.
1: I stand by my statement. <laughs> uh,
0: and then, Alexander Payne did an uncredited script rewrite. Uh, hmm. He is the writer of Election and Sideways and The Descendants and Nebraska The Descendants and or... The Descendants with George Clooney.
1: Not Descendants. Oh, then I'm not no. interested.
0: Uh, but he he made Election.
1: Hmm. That seems like a, something which is a you would great
0: like. Election is a great movie. Yeah,
1: that sounds like a Dan movie.
0: <laughs> um, so Anna, would this movie be better, or worse, than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Greg Fokker?
1: No, he. It wouldn't be any better. It would be worse. I think this role was very well suited. I could definitely picture Jim Carrey playing it, but <laughs> I think it was well suited for Ben Stiller as well.
0: Yeah, I so see I think. It. I don't know how well, I I mean Ben, uh, Jim Carrey as a straight man because Greg is, they're both kind of like they're neither of them are exceptionally. I, I don't know how well Jim Carrey's goofiness would have worked.
1: But he can play a straight man, like Truman Show. That's true. Eternal Sunshine.
0: That's true. He can do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this would have been right after Truman Show, so. I had had to fight the
1: energy just now to say The Grinch. (laughs) 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 Oh, I want to watch that movie again.
0: No one's stopping you, except for like taste. Um, (laughs) You're so offended. Wow. (laughs) We're never watching that movie on the podcast.
1: Maybe we will this year. Maybe we only watch adaptations of The Grinch. Gates just stopped putting on his jacket to look at me, and he looks upset. <laughs> uh,
0: would it be better or worse or the same with Jimmy Stewart as Jack? Ooh, I think it could be better.
1: I would love to see that.
0: Like no old, offense, crotchety, very Republican Jimmy Stewart.
1: Oh god! Oh no!
0: Wait, wait! <laughs> I'm scared. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me?
1: Absolutely not. Ugh, uh, gross.
0: On a scale of one to five nipples. nipples, what do you give it?
1: Four and a half
0: wow. for the
1: the joy and because I think the story is pretty good. For the
0: vibes? For,
1: for the, the vibes. vibes, and because I think it actually does have a good story. You know?
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I give it a three out of five. It's good.
1: There's no pleasing you, Dan. It's good. Sorry, there it's is not Ocean's me. Eleven. There is
0: pleasing me. It could be Tar.
1: Sorry, it's not Ocean's Eleven, Dan.
0: I should watch Ocean's Eleven again.
1: I could watch The Grinch again.
0: I keep seeing, because of the people I follow on the dying site that is Twitter, I keep seeing mm-hmm. clips from the Ocean's Trilogy, and I'm like, oh, what a vibe.
1: I have a Twitter-related question for you. Yeah. Uh, are you permanently, like, Dan in a cardigan? Or are you going to be able to change your name?
0: No, I'm not verified, so I can still... I, I changed oh, my name to Dan few. O'Keefe Perturbed.
1: Okay, good. I wanted to make sure. I thought of you instantly.
0: Uh, thank you. You're welcome. So that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. We're taking a, a brief pause on our series. Because next week, we'll be coming out on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving we'll be coming on on Thanksgiving Uh, so we will be having a Thanksgiving special episode with Alex Langosh once again he did it last year he's doing it again this year
1: welcome back king
0: Uh, so get excited for that Uh, if you want to find In Conclusion on social media we are on Facebook and Twitter for now at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter again for now at Dan O'Keefe86 and on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe Anna, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Otamas 18 or you can find me on Twitter for now at roll capital O for Auto, Capital B for Bots, Capital R for roll and O and Roll and O and Out r zeros. And if you want to follow my naughty, stinky dog, mm. you can follow her on Instagram at JesterThePup1017. Or you can see her chewing on fake pig ears and destroying my tasteful fall decorations
0: do that and we'll be back next week with our Thanksgiving special in the meantime everybody stay safe have fun and get vaccinated bye bye bye
1: no oh god no
0: Live Land Podcast.